At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hour three of the nightcap here on VEASAN. Sean King, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, former Tulane Green Wave great. Anyone wear your number that could retire down there, Tulane? Uh, that's a sore subject. Uh, really? Oh, yeah, sorry. Been, Didn't mean uh, Tulane allegedly has never retired a football number, so. Ah, yeah. get out of here. Well, we'll retire it on this show. How about that? We retire. We, we should, retire. We should, we should do that. We should have like a huge Love like a ceremony. Yeah, absolutely. A ceremony. I, I'm a, I'm in agreement <laughs> with that. Um, we were just talking some CUSA. We'll keep the uh, college football conversation going uh, in just a little bit. Kenny White, who I think uh, is going to be joining us in, in this spot on a regular basis through the college football season. Love Kenny. Was thumbing through his. Uh, his college football preview magazine earlier today, prepping for the CUSA and just, uh, you know, he's got some interesting takes when it comes to teams that he really likes. And uh, we'll get his thoughts on NC state. I, I know you're high on, on NC state, Sean. Uh, Kenny is through the moon about the, uh, about the Wolfpack and what they can do this year. So uh, I'm curious to hear his thoughts on, on why he believes NC state. I want to say he has them, in his power ratings in like the top 10. Devin Leary's back. Top three wide receivers, top three running backs return. They get the two transfers from Florida State, Cyrus Fagan, Corey Durden. They return a bunch of people themselves. That offensive line takes a, a step forward. I don't see why. I don't see why they can't be. Yeah. I already said Clemson's going nine and three, so. I know you have. I got to get those three <laughs> losses. 
You're going to need NC State to win that one for sure. That is uh, that is absolutely one game you need uh, if your prediction, your prognostication is going to come home. So uh, we will see there. But uh, only one baseball game left on the board. And, you know, Sean, you today, earlier today on the show, uh, were kicking yourself for not taking your squad, the, the Rays, as a dog in Philadelphia tonight. They got it done. Uh, they beat the uh, Phillies 7-4. to four. I was looking at this total in San Diego, Dodgers and Padres, Snell and Bueller, and I was thinking, man, eight juice to the over? I kind of like the under in this spot. And what did I do? I didn't play it. And now it's one to nothing in the bottom of the seventh inning. Snell's pitching a gem. Bueller's pitching great because he's phenomenal. No one can hit him. So one of those things where you kick yourself. I do feel like the, the the bets that hit that you don't make, man, they sting more than almost the more than the bets that you win. You're happy about. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Me and the Dodgers just don't ever mesh. I know you do. You don't like them. Yeah, I, I just, especially not from a wagering standpoint. Like I just have not had any success going against or with the Los Angeles Dodgers. So I kind of leave them leave them alone. The only time. I'll get involved when they're playing as if they are uh, if somebody's a dog, and I think the dog has a live pitcher, and it, it makes sense. But I, I, they're they're tough to bet with, for one, because they have such a well known and popular starting pitching staff. So all of those guys, you're laying juice every game, no matter if they're pitching good or bad. It doesn't matter. And then the Dodgers don't consistently hit the baseball. How they got to 40, uh, 79 and 47, I don't know. Seems like every time I watch, they're in a 1-0, 2-1, 3-2 type of game. Well, they were a favorite in every game last year. In the regular season, the shortened season, albeit, and in the postseason, a favorite. And their stretch of being a favorite came to a close not that long ago. Uh, so yeah, to your point, you're, you're always laying juice with the Dodgers and you were laying it tonight, uh, on the road in San Diego, Bueller, uh, dealing, but, uh, right now Blake Snell and company have that one, nothing lead. That's the final game on the board tonight. The Orioles losing streak is over 19 games. It has come to a close. They somehow get a win. They were trailing entering the eighth inning and they win 10 to six. So. Uh, good for the Orioles there. All right, let's keep it rolling. Let's talk some college football with Kenny White. We keep it rolling here on the nightcap. That is Tulane, Green Wave, great. Sean King, Tim Murray with you, uh, homestide today, and Sean over at the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. We just previewed the Conference USA. Sean winning that conference in 1998. No big deal. Humble brag. I'll, Sean, if you haven't learned, I will brag for you for days, man. Anything you've got, I, I, I'm just throwing out there. So I'm sure Conference USA champ is kind of low on the pecking order of accomplishments in your life, but Hey, it's worth uh, it's worth mentioning you won that conference we just talked about. I appreciate it. Don't stop. I haven't complained yet. <laughs> <laughs> It'll, we'll keep it rolling. We'll keep it rolling. Uh, but one of the uh, the best handicappers in Las Vegas and in the country, honestly, 
uh, when it comes to college football. Make sure to get his uh, his guide. Check him out on Twitter at KYDVegas. It is Kenny White. Uh, love his knowledge. I was thumbing through that magazine earlier today as uh, as I am one to do as we get closer and closer to the college football season. Kenny, before we jump into week zero, uh, I gotta I gotta bring up. Your thoughts on NC State, because you are high on the NC State Wolfpack. I like them. I like them to go over six and a half wins, but you are on like another level when it comes to the Wolfpack. Yeah, I am. Hey, Tim, thanks for having me. And Sean, uh, you know, Tim, last time I was on with Sean and the first time I ever met him, I, I thought he said his name was George King. And I said George twice. And so my apologies, Sean. This is the Sean King NFL quarterback I'm talking to, right? Yes. Yeah, so you can call me George. I'm fine with that. I need an alias. <laughs> <laughs> my uncle said that growing up as a kid. I couldn't I couldn't remember my uncle's name and he used to say just call me George, but I don't know how it came out, Sean. Yeah, you were you were a favorite quarterback of mine. You really were because I've been rating out players forever and I always had a very high rating on you. I'm gonna have to go back and find my books when you played, but I always thought you were definitely an NFL quarterback and had a good chance of succeeding. So pleasure to meet you. I'm glad I'm on with the show with you guys and I hope uh North Carolina State's quarterback Devin Leary plays as good as Sean King because that's that's what I'm banking on. Uh, I think Leary's got a very strong arm, quick release. Uh, the kid, the kid's got uh, good mobility in the pocket, and they've got everybody back. This team's got everybody back from a team who went eight and four last year, eight and four uh, ATS as well. Uh, they lose a game by, to Miami of Florida by three points, and they lost to Kentucky by two. Very easily could have been a ten and two season. And again, everybody back. I think Dave Dorian has finally got his team. He's a defensive guy. Uh, his defense was probably the best he's had last year in his career at NC State. And this year, again, I think it's even going to be even that much better. So, uh, yeah, 8.8 wins. I've got him. Uh, obviously, uh, a loss at Clemson and at uh, Miami of Florida, probably. But other than that, I think they got a lot of winnable games. The game against North Carolina, the rivalry game to end the year, man, that's going to be a great game. Yeah, when it comes to North Carolina, Kenny, uh, a ton of buzz. And, and yesterday we were we were previewing this conference. And you know, when you look at the odds in the futures market, there's there's no value on Clemson, right? They're minus seven hundred, eight hundred, uh, depending on where you look. Uh, there's some lofty odds on UNC, Miami, obviously NC State, as you mentioned. When you look at UNC. Um, and and they have been recruiting so well, really elite uh, Mac Brown down there uh, in Chapel Hill. You get Sam Howell back. The offensive line is tremendous. 111 uh, career starts returning. How much uh, when you look at your power ratings? Because we know that's how you base your you know how, everything for your guide. When you look at North Carolina and the and the talent that they lost in the backfield with Carter and Williams, the talent that they lost out wide with Newsom and Brown. Um, they bring back 10 starters on defense, but they did lose Chaz Surratt. So when you look at UNC, what, what do your numbers say about them win total wise? And, and where are some tricky games for the Tar Heels this year? 
Yeah, I have 9.8 wins on the year, and I do mind a percentage. Obviously, I make my number on the game, how many points I think they'll win or lose by. And then that correlates to a money line, and that money line correlates to a win percentage. And, and then I add them up. They're, they're tricky games are at Notre Dame. Uh, I think they'll be a, a slight underdog there, one point, maybe one and a half point underdog. And then their last game of the year at NC State, I think will be about the same, that they'll be a small underdog. The first game of the year, uh, other than those two I just mentioned, the first game at Virginia Tech, I thought they should be about a six-point favorite. Every other game, they're going to be more than a 10-point favorite, and most, um, almost a two-touchdown favorite in those games. Now, they, yeah, they did lose uh, Michael Carter and Javante Williams in the backfield, but they did pick up a Tennessee transfer in Ty Chandler, who's a graduate senior, has got good size and great speed. He runs a 4-4-8-40. Uh, this guy can find the hole. He's going to be able to get uh, – he's going he to be able to pick up. And I always say, you know, next man up. Ty Chandler's the next man up for the Tar Heels. Uh, yet they did lose a lot at wide receiver. That's, that's going to be really tough to uh, overcome. But I think a quarterback like Sam Howe is going to be the, the driving force. The offensive line is back. I think the game's won in the trenches. And uh, the defense, everybody's back on defense. They lost Chasserot last year, their leading tackler. But everybody else is back. Uh, this is a very talented and experienced team. And you said it. Mac Brown stepped the recruiting up. Uh, the talent level was not down. Um, it was Larry Fedora's coaching that brought this team down, but they did have some talent. So Mac Brown, Mac Brown inherited a group that it was good, and then he really brought in a lot of talent uh, surrounding him now. So I think they're going to be fun to watch. Sam Howell's my highest-rated quarterback in the country. Um, I think he should be the number one draft pick. It probably will end up Spencer Rattler because of the numbers he's going to put up in that Oklahoma offense. But Mac Brown doesn't run that type of offense. Mac Brown's going to be more, you know, well balanced and uh sam brown will put his numbers up uh, sam howell put his numbers up but ty chandler's gonna have a lot of rushing yards kenny white here joining the nightcap uh probably from what i've heard one of the best handicappers betters in this great city of las vegas we definitely have to get dinner one night i want to pick your brain on some different things basically i just want to copy your bets so i got to get your cell phone you just <laughs> send them to me before you put I them can't, in i can't <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Love to have dinner with you one night. But I'll say this. Uh, we've gone over a lot of different conferences in college football, and a team that keeps coming up is the University of Tennessee. This kid transferred from Tennessee. That kid transferred. I probably have heard about 14, 15 kids that have left the Tennessee football program. Should we automatically just take the under on the total for this SEC elite at least traditionally, program with the new head coach? Um, I did not have the number that low. And, you know, I think maybe one reason why is, you know, the quarterback is such an important part of the, the, the factor. And then Hendon Hooker coming in from Virginia Tech, uh, he is a stud. So he, he's uh, he's going to be able to make this team move. Um, they, they return a lot of players on defense, 11 guys with experience. And, Sean, how I do my defense, I don't do it by – game start I get I get actual snaps on the playing fields anytime a player is on the field 50 snaps I give them a game start, you know, so that's a game started. So any guy that's played 350 snaps have been on the football field, I, I feel like that's a returning starter. He's played seven games, and, and they've got 11 guys that have done that. Uh, the offensive line does return three starters, which is big. Um, and, and I think they've got some good skill guys, too. Their wide receivers are good. Uh, Bellis Jones and Austin, Austin Pope, their tight end's excellent. So 
Again, my rating on them could be a little high because bringing in Hendon Hooker, I think it's a big upgrade over what they had with uh, Garitano last year. Talking once again to Kenny White at KYD Vegas on Twitter. Make sure to get his college football preview magazine. And Kenny, we've got ourselves a little appetizer this weekend. Yes, we do. On the slate, uh, both, uh, well, four games, I guess, in the FBS ranks, a couple FCS games as well, but um, let's focus on the uh, the FBS ones. We'll start with the biggest one, um, and you're starting to see a lot of line movement. I, I, we were talking about this game earlier today, and and uh, the board started to light up some six and a halfs now. Uh, Nebraska, a lot of volatility, a lot of pressure on Scott Frost, and then Illinois, and new head coach Brett Bielema, uh, I think it's you know something like 22 super seniors on that Illini squad, and they're now catching uh, a touchdown at home, some six and a halfs out there. What do your numbers say about Nebraska, Illinois, and uh, the total right now is uh, sitting at 55 for this game too? Yeah, eight super seniors in the starting lineup for the Illini. There's six super seniors on Nebraska on their defense alone, none on their offense. It's all, all on the defensive side. Now, in the magazine, when I when I you know put these ratings together and my projections out in April, my final score of this game was 28-28. I uh, gave home, home full home for the Illini. I uh, did not factor in revenge because there's so many games. I, next year, I'm hoping to get an algorithm and a model together to actually factor in revenge in, in my projected scores, but it's all numbers right now. So in my handicap, I have made a small adjustment on the Illini. I think I'm down a half a point for one player uh, is out. In Nebraska, I moved up a point. Um, so two and a half points for my revenge factor for home revenge from the previous season. My new number right now is Nebraska four. So this, this number has come down from nine and a half down to six and a half. The, the value is gone. I'm pretty much passing this. My total that I had 20, my was uh 56, 28 to 28. I have re uh, revisited that because you mentioned Brett Bielema. I think I had a little bit too high of an over-under on, on the Illini, but Bielema is going to play a methodical offense. They're going to average about 133 plays a game, I'm estimating, in that range, about seven less than a, an average college game. And he ran it 58% of the time his last year at Arkansas, and they were playing from behind. So um, when this guy is playing with the lead, he's going to run it 65, close to 70% of the time, and I think this will be a tight game. Last year, Scott Frost, Nebraska ran the ball 60% of the time, only at an average 140 plays, which was average. So I'm looking at this game as an underplay. I made it 51. I wish I could make it a little lower than that, but I'll be looking for a 56. I hope it goes back up a little bit. But I like the game as a tight, fought contest. As I mentioned, the six super seniors on defense for Nebraska, 12 guys with experience for the Illini on the defensive side, and Brett Bielema coming in with a two tight end offense, running the football, power running game. Um, I think this sets up to be a nice under. Well, and Kenny, when you look at week zero and week one, all these games have been uh, so uh, just broken down every which way. I mean, the numbers came out Back in you know late May, South Point put them out there, and other spots were not too far behind. So you've seen significant movement, like you said, with Nebraska. I think there were even spots that opened them double figures, now down to seven. So uh, I was a little bit late. I ended up taking the touchdown with the with the home team. Um, you know, there's some buzz out there, Kenny, about UCLA. Uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson coming back uh, for them. So there's some 
expects uh, high expectations. Chip Kelly, year number four. Um, they're laying a massive number against Hawaii. Uh, minus 17 and a half, 68 and a half is the total. And then, you know, I, I don't really think about look ahead spots too much in week zero, Kenny, but UCLA does have LSU coming to town next week. So maybe keeping some things to the vest. Uh, what do you, what do you expect about Hawaii and U, UCLA on Saturday? Yeah, I'm looking at all that. And I've been telling people trend lightly in week zero and even week one, yeah. because the longer a betting line is on the board, the longer it's up, the more difficult it is to beat just because there's so many professionals out there hammering and you've got to respect that, that professional money. My preference is I love a virgin line when you first put it up. I want to bet that line because that's the line that's very beatable. And I'll tell you a quick story. I've got my programmers that are working for me. They've actually pulled from sports books around the world um, the best bettors in the country, and they get their bets right away when they happen. Guys that hits over 60%, and they get them, and as soon as they get them, the line moves a half, and they've evaluated those numbers, and they cannot beat the line. If, if I mean, beat, beat the sports book. Like somebody's laying three, and he's a 60% better. These guys are laying three and a half. Sometimes they have to lay four. They're breaking even or a small loser. They can't hit the 60%. Just from a half a point or one point, so that's how important it is to get a good number. This one's gotten away. I made the game 20 in the magazine, 43-23, and this line did come out nine and a half back in June when my magazine came out. It was a game I liked. I did bet UCLA early um, just just on numbers alone that I made it 20, and it was nine. Uh, Chip Kelly, you said it, on the hot seat. This is the best team he's had um, at UCLA because it's all his guys now. Um, to Hawaii last year pulled a big upset in week one. Week one for them last year, though, was um, October 24th, I believe, at Fresno as a three-point dog. But you know what? Fresno's in California. During, the, during COVID, they didn't get to practice a lot, and Hawaii was over on the island, isolated and practicing every day. And that was just a tremendous bet. I didn't know that until I researched it. And, man, it would have been nice to know that. Well, this year's a little different. UCLA's been practicing. Um, but you're right. The look at LSU is something I don't like. Uh, if you're going to bet UCLA now, the, the value's a little bit gone. But if you're going to bet them, I'd say bet them in the first half only and hopefully get a big lead. Dorian Thompson-Roberts is a pretty good quarterback. I got a chance to watch him while he was here at Gorman. Uh, he was the second stringer. And, man, this kid's got a cannon for an arm. He can make every throw. Kenny, before we let you run, we got uh, about 45 seconds. Anything else uh, this weekend, UTEP, New Mexico State, or UConn, Fresno? Uh, remember, UTEP, New Mexico State, their biggest rival, both of them, they're 46 miles apart. Uh, Fresno, Connecticut, Connecticut didn't play last year and has the longest flight of anybody. There's no direct flight from Connecticut to Fresno, uh, and Fresno's got one of the best running backs in the country, Ronnie Rivers. Um, my best bet of the weekend is Fresno State in the first half, minus 15 and a half. Sean, jump on that one now before it goes up. I'm right now. I'm on the way. There it is. First half Fresno, best bet of the weekend. And Kenny, you're not going to be a stranger. We're going to have you on every week. Uh, always appreciate the knowledge on our show and, and across the network. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you having me on. I'm looking forward to getting together with you guys for dinner one night. Absolutely. There he is. Kenny White at KYD Vegas. And I'm sure Sean over there jotting down as many notes as he can. He's, uh, he's studious. He's studious. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, something happened today in Pennsylvania that was absolutely unthinkable. It's the nightcap here. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It is the nightcap here on VSIP. Tim Murray, Sean King with you. Final game on the baseball betting board tonight, and that's the way that our good friend Derek Stevens likes it, Sean. Yes. San Diego, L.A., and that ninth inning, circus sports in the background. He loves it. He loves every second of it. Uh, And uh, it looks like right now we're going to get a bottom of the ninth inning because Will Smith, not the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the uh, catcher for the Dodgers, just went yard off Blake Snell. So we got ourselves a 1-1 game in the top of the eighth. Tremendous pitching performances tonight. Walker Bueller, six and two-thirds. No earned runs, eight strikeouts. His ERA, 2.02. And Blake Snell, I think he's about to get the hook right now. Seven and two-thirds, one run, three hits, 10 strikeouts. So a combined 18 Ks from the two starters tonight. Uh, this is this is a a masterpiece i love baseball games like this sean i just i want to give a shout out to the padre fan base like the padres have been awful for the last month and a half and this is a packed Mm -hmm. stadium now granted i mean they're playing the dodgers so some of that is probably dodger fans but i like that i like that they're supporting their ball club and hey i know we give the padres a hard time but from a talent standpoint there's not anybody that really can say they have more talent than the Padres do. So great performance by Blake Snell. He's a former Ray, so I always root for those guys when they go other places. We'll see if they can get the win. Or was all his hard work 
or not. Sean, it's uh, it's time for some treats and beats. And I don't know if you caught this earlier today, um, but this young man from the state of South Dakota, Gavin Weir, is like the greatest pitcher on the face of the planet. What he is doing, he threw a no-hitter today, mm-hmm. again. Uh, his second no-hitter, I believe, of the Little League World Series. Uh, no, I think he couldn't complete the last one. He has, in two starts, 29 strikeouts, Sean. <laughs> no hits, 11 and two-third innings of work, and then they flash this stat up on ESPN today after he completed the no-hitter where he struck out 14 batters in six innings in his last eight starts, Sean. He has 114 strikeouts, no earned runs, one hit. That's it. He, he probably should uh, reach out to the Mets. They're looking <laughs> Wait, for some starting how about pitching. This stat? How, about, how about this? Of those, of those eight games, he has 114 strikeouts, six walks. He faced 132 batters. He struck out all but 18 batters that he has faced, Sean. <laughs> That's pretty impressive, man. How old is he? A Little League World Series is what age is? Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Twelve. Right? I mean that that's like you playing Pop Warner football when you were twelve. Yeah, I was I was like, I wasn't dominant like that. Like that that's like otherworldly. 114 Ks and one hit. I mean, you must have a mixture of pitches. You can't just be up there throwing a fastball and strike out 114 guys and only one guy gets a hit. So I mean, he's gotta be twelve year old that has a, a couple different, you know, options that he could present you with. He's got a uh, he's got he's he's a lefty, so he's got just a, a bender, and they keep showing him side by side with Chris Sale. Uh, his kind of and and imagine this, you know, he goes back to the dorms at Williamsport. He's celebrating. He's he's all excited, right? And he looks at Twitter, and Patrick Mahomes today tweeted Gavin Weir exclamation point put a fire emoji there. Bullseye, the 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 greatest football player on earth just tweeted about you, and you're 12. That's the good side of social media, and that's why I really like Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, because it really can bring out the best in people. And hey, shout out to Gavin Weir, man. That's a big accomplishment. Now, did his team win the whole thing, or is it not They're over? On- I haven't been following it. Not. Not over yet. They're on to the championship. There's no international teams this year because of COVID. It's oh. just American teams. Okay. So they're playing on one side of the bracket, and they play on Saturday to win their bracket. And then the world, the, the championship with the other bracket is on Sunday, where I imagine he will pitch that game if they get there. But, yeah, uh, ridiculous performance. And uh, just had to bring it up. And I, I believe Mitch Moss was tweeting about it. So, Sean, he was betting on this thing, man. He, he bet over strikeouts for Gavin Weir. So, <laughs> hey, man. Any way you can win some money, Mitch, you you got it. You, you, easy winner for you. 14 strikeouts tonight uh, for, for old Gavin, for young Gavin 
here. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. It's the nightcap here on VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Now that the NFL preseason is here and almost over, it's the perfect time for you to huddle up the VEASAN Pro Football Betting Guide. The guide is only $19.99 and available now. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up for VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer the entire football season. Head over to VEASAN.com backslash subscribe. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Been a good show so far. Tim Murray, home side tonight. John King holding it down there at our Circa Studios in downtown Las Vegas. One-to-one the score with uh, Jerks and Profar at the plate in the bottom of the eighth inning with the Padres and the Dodgers. Will Smith just going yard off of Blake Snell. Two terrific pitching performances tonight, Sean, from Walker Bueller and Blake Snell. And that's why we stand one-to-one in the bottom of the eighth in uh and is it what is a great matchup almost a uh, uh, nightly basis when these two match up but unfortunately for the Padres they have uh, just been struggling good for them that the Reds lost so i know that makes you happy and it makes the Padres happy two in a so, row uh, an opportunity for the Padres to be tied for that second wild card spot but as we looked at they got to get hot man because that schedule is uh is not kind for the Padres to close out the season. 
Yeah. I like the little in-game bet a little bit. Like, if you really still, like, believe in the Dodgers, like, the run line mm-hmm. is plus 340. Ooh. There you go. <laughs> yeah, enticing. You could have gotten uh, – it, it didn't work out, but, you know, after the first inning when the Orioles were up 2 nothing, you could have got the Angels at plus 135. You felt great because they went up 6-2. Yeah. And then the Who's Orioles, goal? if you hadn't heard – the Orioles got it done, ending their 19-game losing streak, winning tonight 10-6. to um, You know, Sean, it's kind of been a, a college football-themed show. We started with some Teddy Two Gloves, getting the starting job, and, and you like that move, and uh, we'll, we'll wrap up with some NFL. But, um, you know, with Week Zero almost here, we've talked a decent amount about what we anticipate to happen mm-hmm. in – Illinois and Nebraska, both you and I taking the points with Illinois. Uh, I I thought it was interesting. Kenny uh, tweaked his number a little bit. Uh, Initially, just based on numbers alone, he liked it to be a dead even spot. And then he tweaked it a little bit. You know, Illinois did beat Nebraska last year. um, But I just think a lot of people kind of feel like this game is going to be close and See, I get. Um, I, I wish I had. I, I, I wish get, I had seven and a half, Sean. I, I just wish I had seven and a half. I get nervous when people all think that Illinois is going to cover. Square. So dog. that's why I'm thinking, or not thinking. That's why I'm actually going to take Illinois on the money line, because I think Illinois either wins the game outright or Nebraska actually covers, just because everybody's going the opposite direction. It seems like this number is continually yeah, dropping. I, I mean, it's come down from, I saw it at like 10 at one point. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, you know, either, to me, either the home field advantage and Brett Bielema being the new head coach, Brandon Peters coming back, a lot of experience, it's going to be enough to get the win or then I think Nebraska is much improved and vastly improved from what we think, and then they're going to cover. They're going to win by more than a touchdown. Because if Nebraska has the deficiencies that I think they have, then Illinois is going to win the game outright. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I'll be honest, I'm getting a little nervous too because, as you'll learn, I am uh, pretty contrarian. And it's just starting to feel like a bit of a square dog where everyone is saying, I want to take the points with Illinois. Um, and now that's starting to make me a little hesitant. I've already made the bet. I already took the seven, so there's no – Backing down now, I mean, I guess I could uh, bet off of it, but um, I, I, I just, I have my questions about Nebraska. And, and like Kenny said, you know, I think I'll reiterate this, you know, it's week zero, folks. Don't go crazy, okay? You know, it's a lot we don't know. Um, if you want to dabble a little bit, go for it. But I, you know, by no means is this an, a, a massive bet on my behalf. I just, I, I like Illinois. I took the touchdown for a home team and uh, we'll see what happens there. But I want to jump to a game, which, by the way, uh, this absolutely should be on at, like, 7 o'clock Pacific. I don't know why this game is at, you know, 11 a.m. local time for Fresno State and UConn. But, hey, uh, we can only uh, we can only do so much, Sean. We just heard from Sean, uh, excuse me, from Kenny White. His best bet of the weekend is Fresno first half. He likes that, then minus 15 and a half. Full game right now is 27 and a half. And uh, Sean, Fresno State is a team uh, that I think has a tremendous quarterback in Jake Hayner. Uh, I think Fresno State has the potential to be a pretty good team this year. Their schedule is just unforgiving. 
you know, at Oregon, at UCLA. They go to the island and play Hawaii, at Wyoming, at San Diego State, home games against Nevada and Boise State. So I, I'm not going to play a season win total for Fresno, uh, but I, I like this team and I like their quarterback. And I mean, what can we really anticipate from UConn, who has not played a football game? Since what November of 2019? UConn's awful. I've had the chance to play them multiple times. They were in the Af- American Athletic Conference, and they were a viable program at that point, and they still were bad. They've now left that conference. They're independent, if I'm not mistaken. That is correct. They didn't play football last year. And we're in the most transfer-friendly era we've ever seen in college football. If they had any good players left, they would have transferred out. So I don't think UConn's within four touchdowns of any team basically in college football. I think they're the bottom of the bottom, and I really do. And I don't think that university's invested in any of that changing. So I think Fresno State, I'm going to have a a pretty significant bet in the first half. I'm going to have a pretty significant bet for the game. This is just one of those games where you look at this line and you say, man, I can't take Fresno 27 and a half. And the end result is 54 to 7. And you're like, that was free money. Okay. I, I can't bet UConn. That's for sure, Sean. I, I can't bet a team who hasn't played in a year. Their their best player is Kevin Mensa, decent running back. Actually, a pretty good running back. I'll give him credit. Um, but they haven't played in two years. And, you know, Fresno State, I think they've got talent. The, my only worry about a full game bet is they got Oregon the following week. Do they want to play the cards a little closer to the vest? That's my only hesitation the 27 and a half but i'm all in on the first half so uh there you go all right we'll wrap things up i want to go back to uh, a little discussion involving the jacksonville jaguars to wrap up this show it's the nightcap here on vsin Indeed's instant match searches through millions of resumes and Indeed's database to deliver candidates who fit your job description instantly. Learn more at over Indeed.com slash credit. Wrapping things up here on the nightcap, Sean King over mm-hmm. there at the Circus Sports in downtown Las Vegas. I am studio side here in Henderson, Nevada. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's. It's pretty cool, and and I know Derek, who we'll have in studio as we always do on Fridays. Sean, uh, he takes a, he gets a big kick out of it. But what a uh, what a brilliant decision by him and his marketing team to get this sponsorship with the Padres. Here we are, right? It is on you know twelve forty five Eastern, yeah, uh, so nine forty five. ESPN has this game on. They're promoting the Circa Survivor and the Circa Millions right smack dab in the back. That is that is beautiful. Well done. Well <laughs> that is done. nice. That's sweet. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Big right. time over here, man. Yeah, they know they know what they're doing, Sean. They they're uh, they're no dummies. Uh, I think 
think Derek has made a couple smart business decisions in his life. And uh, he, uh, we were, I remember back in April, it was, the, it was opening night or whenever the Padres had their opening day. And we were all huddled around him when the sponsorship showed up there and his, his arms went up in the air. He was so excited, uh, <laughs> like a kid in a candy store. And now, you know, it's just, yeah, I, I remember uh, early in April, they had that epic three-game series between the Dodgers and the Padres, and they had Mookie Betts' game-winning catch on just loop for the longest time. And that started with a pitch, you know, in the bottom of the ninth with Circa there in the background. And it was just on loop everywhere you went. So it was just that that branding. So, uh, yeah, I would say well done. Good job. Uh, good job there, Circa team, on, right, on this right. sponsorship. Um, yesterday we talked a little bit about the Jaguars, uh, and, and what to expect from them. And I know, uh, George Shahuri, uh, did not agree with my assessment on the under six and a half wins. And I, you know, I really, Sean, I'll just say this. I, it wasn't a, uh, you know, what I'm seeing only in the preseason. It Mm -hmm. was based on the schedule, based on a rookie coach, based on a rookie quarterback, um, you know, based on talent on that roster. And I just, I, I think this team will be improved, Sean. There's no doubt from one win from a year ago, Trevor Lawrence is a better quarterback than Gardner Minshew over, I think a 17 game schedule, but I mean, there's not a lot of forgiveness on that schedule. That's why I just say, I, I think under six and a half was the way that I, that you should go. It's the way I went, uh, for the Jaguars. And we'll see if I'm wrong. We'll see if they get to seven wins. Uh, and and get that done there. But what do you make of what we've seen from the Jaguars? Because we're going to spin this into who will be the lowest scoring team in the NFL this year uh, in the odds courtesy at DraftKings. And the Jaguars are not the favorites. They're 12 to 1, so they're you know a little bit further down. Uh, but they have the fourth shortest odds. From what you've seen, what is your level of concern with the Jaguars at that offensive line? No Travis Etienne now, rookie quarterback. Uh, what, where, where's your level of of worry and concern for this Jaguars offense led by Daryl Bevel? I guess I don't have any concern because I know they're not going to be any good. I, I guess I'd be concerned if I thought they were going to be good and someone had just gotten injured or you know, someone's holding out because of a contract or won't be available for the first. They might be one of the worst offenses that we've seen in the last 15, 20 years in the NFL. And not because they just have all bad players. I just think it's a terrible fit. And the recipe doesn't equal success in 2021. Rookie quarterback, your other first round pick just got injured. He's out for the season, even though, James Robinson is a functional running back. He's not an elite running back. The offensive line, terrible. Receiving group. If you rank the Jaguars receiving group, Tim, 1 to 32, they're somewhere between 24 and 32. So you're talking about a below average receiving core, one of the worst offensive lines, solid but not great running back, and a rookie quarterback. Add in the fact you have a rookie head coach, who I think Urban Meyer is an outstanding head coach, but I think he's going to go through his growing pains as he learns how to navigate the National Football League. 
You have an offensive coordinator, Daryl Belville, been in the NFL since 03, has done some good things. He was the guy that believed in Russell Wilson out of NC State. A lot of people forget that the Seahawks had signed Matt Flynn. They already had Tavares Jackson returning as the starter. He believed in Russell Wilson, gave him that shot. But he's also the OC in the Super Bowl. Seahawks on the one-yard line. And Marshawn Lynch, as your running back, decided to throw a pass. And this is kind of where I started to kind of not be a Daryl Bevel fan, not because of the play call, even though I thought it was a terrible play call, but because in the postgame presser, instead of him just saying, I made a bad play call, he said, Lockett could have been more aggressive. And I'm sitting there like, you have Marshawn Lynch. And it wasn't like this was an all or nothing. They had another down. There was time to get more than one play in. Subsequently, he went to Detroit Lions. We know what that's looked like the last couple years. Now he's in Jacksonville with a rookie head coach that wants to implement some of his college offensive philosophies and a rookie quarterback that's going from having the best teammates in every game to having probably not the best teammates in almost every game. This will be amazing and fascinating to watch because Jacksonville is going to be all-time bad on offense. And they sit at 12-1 to 1 to have the uh, fewest points scored. Just looking at last year, the lowest-scoring team in the NFL, by a pretty good stretch, by over two points, was the New York Jets. They averaged 15 points a game last year, Sean. 243 points for the year. Uh, the Giants were the second-lowest-scoring team at 17.5. Then you get to the Jags at 19.1, Bengals at 19.4. The Texans are the favorite to be the lowest scoring team in the league. Then it's the Lions. Then it is the Jets. Um, New offensive coordinator, Mike LaFleur, uh, you know, Matt LaFleur's brother. um, He comes in and I... I have a sneaky suspicion that the Jets, not going to say they're going to light up the scoreboard, Sean, but you know, from what we've seen so far, and it, it seems like a pretty quarterback-friendly type of system uh, with Mike LaFleur uh, so already, uh, and, and basing that off of his brother and the tree that he comes from with McVay and Shanahan, um, I think Zach Wilson's going to have decent success. They don't have great playmakers there in New York, but I don't think the Jets are going to be miserable on offense like they were last year, averaging just a little over a touchdown per two touchdowns per game. I agree. <clears throat> Again, God, they've had a lot of injuries. I think I just saw Vinnie Curry's out for the year now too. Uh, Makai Becton has a concussion, so he's going to miss some time. I don't know if it'll be all the way through the first season, but. Even though uh, Zach Wilson has looked really good in the preseason, I'm I'm not as encouraged as you are that that's going to result in points when the regular season hits. Having said that, they'll be better than the Jaguars, I think. So when you look at this list of the offenses we've talked, what what about the Texans? I know you're a Tyrod fan, um, but, I mean, they're just void of talent everywhere. Here's what's interesting I think people are overlooking about the Texans. Yeah, they lost Watt from last year, right? He didn't really play. Right. And yet, down the stretch, they were super competitive. With De- mm-hmm. Well, Deshaun, they had Deshaun Watson. Right. Deshaun's at quarterback, but they were super competitive with basically the same group of guys. 
So you replaced Deshaun with Tyrod. Now, Tyrod Taylor's not Deshaun Watson, but you can say that for most guys in the league, but he's also not Gardner Minshaw or Minshew. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing his name wrong. Like, Tyrod Taylor has been to a Pro Bowl as a starting quarterback. He was doing fine in San Diego. Uh, they were in San Diego, I think, last year, right? Or, or L.A. He was doing fine with the they Chargers before the training staff did whatever they did to his, his lung. Like, he was good enough. Like people forget about this with Tyrod. He was good enough, Tim, last year with the Chargers that Justin Herbert was on the bench. So it's not like we're talking about yeah. one of these run-of-the-mill guys. And I'm not trying to say Tyrod Taylor's Tom Brady, but I'm saying he was playing well enough for the Chargers last year that they didn't feel like they needed to turn to Justin Herbert at that time. So I think Houston's I also going to at, be you know, functional. Yeah. I, I look at Deshaun, and, I mean, he was having an elite season last year, and they won four games. So I, I, I agree. I don't think they're going to be tragically horrendous like everyone anticipates. But, yeah, at 4-1 to one to be the lowest-scoring team in the NFL, no thanks. Right. So that's let all. me just, before we get out of here, yeah. Jaguars at 12-1, to one, I, I got to imagine you would – that is the most intriguing one out there for you because of what that what where the odds are and you know when you look at that roster and, and the questions they have. Let me say two things. I don't have any idea why the Broncos are on this list because they won't be close to this, but I could never take the Jaguars because the Eagles are there, and I think the Eagles have a chance to be just as bad. Oh, there you go. Not a Jalen Hurts guy, huh? No, it's not a Jalen Hurts issue. I just think they're battling the same thing that the Jags are battling. Young quarterback, young staff, not a lot of weapons. You know, I like Jalen Hurts and I like Trevor Lawrence. I just don't think their football teams are going to be very good on offense this year. They're going to take their lumps. Yeah, I think there's no doubt about that. I, I agree. I think the Eagles are, are going to have some uh, have some, have some roller coaster rides uh, this year. All right, Sean, that's going to do it. Uh, thanks to Ryan Harris. Thanks to Doug Farrar from the USA Today. Thanks to Kenny White for Sean King, former Tulane Green Wave. Great. I'm Tim Murray. This has been the Nightcap here on VEASAN. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.